stupid and y'all ain't tell me I'm gonna be mad I'm gonna be mad I'm gonna be upset but anyways how's everyone doing today today is my no contact day I have made Saturdays no contact days like if you are not one of my four younger siblings or my girlfriend you cannot call me and depending on how I feel they probably can't call me either. Sorry. 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 I just I just don't want to talk. I just don't want to talk. I want to take one day out of every week and just not say anything to anybody. And not expect to hear from anybody. I just and and not feel guilty about it. I don't feel guilty at all. Not at all, not one bit. And um, I just, sometimes I just need some days to just think about my own thoughts. Sometimes I just want to shut the world out and not hear from anyone. Even if I love you, even if I love you, um, I don't want to hear from you. Just one day, just one day. Give me one day. Today is that day. I, I'm just potting today. So all I'm hearing is my voice. Sometimes, you know, I sometimes I have to tell myself, all right, shut the fuck up now. All right? It's time to be quiet. It's time to be quiet. But other than that, I just, I just, I, I really just want to hear my own voice once a week. Is that too much to ask for <laughs> is that too much to ask for but people know not to call me I think we've gotten to that point where people know if it's an emergency she might not answer <laughs> you might not get a call back you might not get a reply and it doesn't mean I don't love you I love you I enjoy you, and for me to continue to enjoy you, I have to take some things in bits, because in all reality, I have a good time, you know, just chilling, being by myself, you know, but I also have a good time sharing my time with other people, but for me to have that good time, I just need to take breaks, I, I need to take 
I need to take it in bits. I, we can't be on, on, and on, and on, and on. And that's how I feel about the way last year ended. I was just on, and on, and on, and social, and talking, and smiling, and pictures, and ooh, oh, it's like, I love you guys. I love all of that. Don't get me wrong, but it's a lot. It is a lot. It was a lot. And, um... I want to end this year. I mean, I know we only, we just started, but I want to end this year by myself, like in solitude, maybe in a different country. That would be nice. That would be so nice. Somewhere warm and just chilling, you know, just end the year, just somewhere vacationed out, chilling in a thong bikini, You'll hear from me January, maybe January 15th, maybe, maybe, maybe Martin Luther King Day. I'll come back and pop out. Hey, guys. Hey, y'all. I just need that one day. Just that one day. You know, just that, just that one day. And then I want to end the year off just ducked off. I'm not sitting here saying that everybody always bothering me and and always needing something da, 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 da. I think I have taken on a lot I take on a lot like I don't have a lot of like great boundaries when it comes to just taking on people's emotions and you know we all got something so it's hard for me not to take on other people's feelings and stuff like that and it's also hard for me to how should I say this? Let me let me read something to you. If this doesn't feel comfortable, I'm just going to cut this out. But if it does, you're hearing this right now. Okay. Um, I said something in my journal early this morning, and it said, sometimes I don't want people in my life because they just become another person I have to prove my worthiness to. Okay, that was, okay, that was dark. Okay, I don't mean it. I, I mean it, but then I don't. Let me, let me, let me, let me explain. Sometimes I feel like I have to be 100%, like super funny, super energetic. I have to have something good to say to you, something good to offer to you, something informative, like a really good takeaway, or I'm just nothing right like I have to show up in a way that when we're done hanging out or we're done talking you're like wow she's so da -da -da -da. I learned so much I took away so much and if I don't if I don't have that to offer somebody I feel like it's just not worth hanging out like I, I cannot, it's hard for me to be 70%. What I'm working on this year is knowing that showing up 70% sometimes is okay. You don't have to show up 100% all the time for you to be worthy for you to show up for yourself. You don't have to be 100% for people to want to be around you and want to love you and want to value you. How I've noticed that I was like that was when I was in the gym, I was getting really discouraged at the fact that I did not 
I did not want to be there. Like, I just wanted to just, like, be on the stairs and then go into the sauna. I didn't want to just, like, pump, 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 pump. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Pump, 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 pump it up. And pump, pump. Like, I don't want to do that every time. And I had to acknowledge the fact that it's still something to show up. And if you aren't showing up every day, like pump, 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 pump it up, it's okay. Like, it's okay if you're not feeling it today, but you showed up, give yourself that credit. Knocking yourself down because you weren't 100% ain't gonna do anything, okay? It's gonna make you quit, actually. So, just giving yourself that pat on the back that you showed up is going to tell yourself that, hey, I want another pat on the back, so let, let me keep showing up. If you're showing up every time at 70%, baby, you're showing up. I have been learning that I don't have to be 100% all the time. It's just being there and um, surrounding myself with people that make me feel that I don't have to perform and, and be something or be anything for me to be valuable and worthy of just hanging out. And sometimes it's all in your head, right? Like I think a lot of that has to do with how I see myself. Like if every day I'm not like, boom, boom, knocking stuff out, I start treating myself less than valuable. So what kind of makes you think that you're going to be friends with people that are going to do any better, right? You allow that from yourself. Bringing all that up, today's episode, we are going to talk about everything mental health, but we're going to go more of the direction of relationships and how we are able to talk to the people we have relationships with about our mental health and and um how it affects our relationships, how it affects how we show up in the relationships. We talk about all that. Like, we go all over the place. So, guys, so guys, Aaliyah is going to be joining us with Let's Chat with Asia McQueen. Hope you enjoy. As if the podcast. How about that? Everybody, welcome Aaliyah to As If the Podcast. Hello, hello. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm really, really excited to be here. I'm excited for you too. Okay, before we started recording, Aaliyah was just putting me on some shit, right? And I was like, we gotta, we gotta hurry up and record. We gotta hurry up and record because I talk a lot about mental health on this podcast because of my own experience, but I think um, we need someone that's got the credentials, someone that has worked yeah. in the field, you know, to talk more about it. And um, I'm really excited to do that with you, especially the conversation we were just I'm having. I'm excited. Yes. Okay. So I'm sure everybody around me is tired of talking about it. So I'm like, <laughs> let me talk about no. it someone who wants to talk about it with me. <laughs> me too. Okay. <laughs> that's funny that you say that because... I was talking to, my brother had just came back from the Middle East. He was there for a few months and he hadn't seen his friend in like a year. So he's he's here to visit. And I asked his friend, I'm like, do you guys miss each other? 
And they're just like, why do you have to ask weird questions like that? Nobody likes to talk about their feelings. And yeah. I'm always the one in the family that brings up how people feel. I'm like, hey, everybody, yeah. like, <laughs> mental health check. Like, they're like, okay, bitch, you're weird. It's weird now. It's, it's, weird, it's weird now. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, even though all of yeah. us know how important it is to talk about. So I wanted to talk about with you, I wanted to talk about um, our relationship with mental health and how we're able to connect with other people when talking about mental health and why it's uncomfortable for some people, why it, why other people are able to uh, speak about it easier than others. So let's get into it. What has been some of the hardest conversations you've had with some of your family members that you know may struggle with mental health, but they're not open with admitting to it? And is it, is it even appropriate to even do? So I think it's appropriate to do. I think it's how you do it. I think that it, that's the biggest thing. So like with me personally, I've never had a conversation with them in front of others. You could feel immediately you got your guard up. Mm -hmm. it, it feels like a calling out. You know what I mean? What do they say? Like roasting on them, you know, you're making fun of them. So I always just, I even like, you could ask my friends, I send them a text. I send everybody a text. Hey, how are you doing? I know we all have lives. It's, it's reassuring them. I know you have a life. I know you have this, but how are you doing? Like, how are you? And just making sure you are not coming off as judgmental. That is the biggest thing. Like, um, how I spoke to family members of, you know, they tell me I'm okay. And I, I tell them, I know you're not okay. And it's okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. That is okay. Like you're human. So I think whenever I start that conversation, it's just saying like, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay that you don't have it all figured out. It's okay that you can't control this and you have questions. Um, but the next step, you got to keep in mind too, you can't make anyone do anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you come in with the mindset of thinking that at the end, you're just going to walk them to the doctor and they're <laughs> going to start taking medication or they're going to sign up today and do therapy, it's just not going to happen. You got another thing so coming. So I think you got another thing coming. So I think you, you coming in just open, non-judgmental, and just letting them know, like, I'm here to solely help you. I wouldn't even be asking this question if it was anything other than that yeah I think coming in like that is the best thing you could do yeah and I it's because there's so much shame and stigma on having mental health issues yep. I think sometimes it because it's so attached to weakness if I were to come to you yeah. and be like Aaliyah I'm depressed or I am dealing with anxiety. I am dealing with whatever that is. Sometimes some people equate that to me just not being able to um, to thug things out. It also comes from fear. You got to realize the history of mental health. Um, back in the day, they used to just do these experiments on people with mental health, lobotomies. They used mm -hmm. to do, put them in psych wards. They used to exile them. The Kennedys, the most famous family. Yes. So, you know, it comes from 
you know, weakness, but it also comes from this deep down rooted fear that you're going to be judged, that you're going to be exiled. People won't include you. People might not come to you because you have these issues. It's a fear of people thinking you can't be your best and have a mental issue. Yes. So, so, um, you know, a lot of people forget that it does come from fear too. We, we in America, all around the world, have made the stigma of we could figure out what's wrong with them by doing these crazy things. Um, I this move the show American Horror Story. I don't know if you ever saw it, but the mm-hmm. season with the um in the psych ward that's very much true of what was going on back then. Mm-hmm. So what was happening the, the, in that episode? Wait, just just the oh, the season. experimentation on these people the the electrocuting them um to get them to act right um instead of trying to you know now we use therapy right talk yeah. about it tell me where you're at back then they didn't talk about it mm. hey they have a problem all right strap them to the chair let's do these tests let's see what their brain's doing yes so it's that's that's a lot of those things that's why you see um you know people like I want to say like Dahmer who was like if I'm going in I I know I have these mental issues and I'm trying but also you know everybody around him knew he had these mental issues and you know the dad was just trying to find a way to bond with them because he didn't know what he was like like socially he didn't know what to do but he knew he liked doing what he did little Uh did he know those social cues are the reason why Dahmer became that way like not being able to socialize with people and internalizing it you know if we said every thought that came to our head oh imagine acting on every thought that came oh my god it would be horrible but we're able to stop and be like no no I can't do that like you know someone annoys you and you're like I want to kill him you you're not gonna go do that But to some people, that thought isn't too far. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So guys, Aaliyah works in behavior health. And before we started recording, you had said something that really, really, really made me start thinking, right? You had said that to your clients, you like to work on how they greet people. What about that is so important? It's, it's building up that um it's building up that confidence okay it's building up it's being able to be able to say and hi how are you it's so simple you wouldn't believe it but a lot of these kids don't know how to do that they run up to them they're like want to play yeah but then you go to them and you go what's your friend's name I don't know these are basic things that we need to know as a person as adults we you know we base judgment off of the very first thing you do if the very first thing I did was came to your house and open up the fridge, you're gonna be like, "What the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, why are you opening <laughs> yeah. my fridge, yeah. right?" Mm-hmm. But if I came to you and said, "Hi, my name is Aaliyah. Nice to meet you," you're gonna be like, "Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Asia. Nice to meet you too." Mm-hmm. It, it it would leave an impression. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives that confidence of starting that conversation, like a podcast. You open up with, "Hey, how are you doing?" and then it leads to more. Yeah. That's what I'm teaching the, my clients to do. Open so, up that conversation and let it lead to more. What about their upbringing? You, you don't have to hit on every, every circumstance, but what about someone's upbringing makes that hard? The, the emotional vulnerability, 
um, the, a lot of the kids that I come from, the parents are so quick to tell them what they didn't do, but mm-hmm. they fail to praise what they did do. Mm-hmm. They so quick to, my kid better not be acting up. When you act up, I'm going to come back and, you know, you're going to get a whooping, but the next day they're acting up. So obviously something's not working. And so one of the parents I told my clients was, I need you, and I know this is hard, is to briefly go over the negative, but emphasize the positive. Ooh. So what I mean by that is, okay, so, you know, the teacher told me you didn't stay on task today. I really need you to stay on task today. I really need you to follow directions right now. Can you go clean your room? Well, and I just want to have a better day tomorrow. He goes and cleans his room. Thank you so much for cleaning your room. That rewarding, that gratitude. I'm grateful you did that. Aliyah and I were also, before recording, we had a whole conversation, guys. But we were talking about empathy and how people, I think people in general are just lacking empathy. And we're talking about um, before COVID or no after COVID and how COVID has affected the way people care about each other. You see these videos yeah. going viral of someone someone dying and we're just watching it all day and we're so desensitized. And that's not normal. That's not and normal. It's not normal. Like I can't watch those videos. The recent video that just started trending, <sighs> it took me, I had to work my way up to watch it. I can't watch those. It is like, I get so emotionally attached to those things. It's as if it happened to my brother. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Kids are failing to connect that. Mm-hmm. They're pulling out their videos while watching a kid drown or something. Mm. Instead of someone jumping in there to help. And, to help. And then these kids have parents that are doing the same thing. So they're the- watching their child drown. <laughs> and they're not jumping and recording in there to help. No. <laughs> the, the shit is wild. Like they're, they're, so then wild. when we think about having a friend who has depression, having a friend who is dealing with anxiety, we don't have empathy for one another. We do not have, and I, I think, no. I think we want it's to like, though. girl, get it together, <laughs> girl, get it together, girl. Um, or even when you're trying to talk to your mom about, I remember I, I told my mom, I said, I said, mom, I'm depressed. She said, Asia, you got a car, you got a job. You're pretty. I don't yeah. know what else to tell you. <laughs> I said, that's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? My mom says she, she'll give you a whole pep talk. She'll be like, you're a Crawford. Okay. Like you, <laughs> you a Crawford. Like, okay, mom, but like, I'm still feeling this I'm way. Sad. But again, our parents, our parents, my mom, I will say, I'll speak for my mom. She is learning. She's learning. Um, she still kind of calls me and still goes on her tangent about her. But again, she never really had someone to, her mom wasn't careful with her. Her mom wasn't uh, empathetic to her. My mom was one girl out of se- seven kids, all boys. She was oh my girl. God. Oh my, that's, that's something like hell. So <laughs> it was to her because think about it. She, my grandma grew up in the saying of women do this, men do that. Oh my God. So then you're just, so my mom's in the house cleaning and doing this while, while the brothers are running, going to sports. My mom didn't have the opportunity to do that. So Mm -hmm. you would think she would grow up and be like, 
I'm never going to do that, right? She had six girls, four boys. All six girls getting up cleaning, boys sleeping in. All six girls taking, going, trying to um, figure out. All six girls have to work out who's doing the kitchen, boys sleeping in. Boys got sports today. All six girls better have the house clean by the time she get home. So I, I don't think it was my mom's intention yes. to be that way. Or even her mom. But again, it's what she was taught. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's what she was taught. It's just what she was taught. And you, everybody says this. I'm going to one day teach my kid this. I'm good at this. I'm going to teach my kid that. But we don't realize we unintentionally teach our kids certain things too. Mm-hmm. We unintentionally do that. And like how- I thought <laughs> couples were supposed to fight back and forth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was normal. I remember my fiance telling me, I'm not doing this back and forth. <laughs> we either got to get it together or we don't. <laughs> I had to make the decision. Am I going to keep following my mama's path and end up single and alone? Or am I going to jump on this new path wow. where I kind of could have a better life? Which one am I going to do? Wow. So so we got to realize we unintentionally teach things. Yes. And it's yes. not your fault. Yes. You didn't mean to do it. But what are you going to do to fix it? Exactly. And having grace for not only other people, but for yourself as well. Like, yes, you know, having grace, having grace for people like um, we were. I, this conversation was going viral on Twitter about there not being kids, not being an excuse for someone to not show up to uh, your birthday party. Right. Birthday parties. It, people are so fucking strict about birthday parties. But then I think about like yeah. how how sometimes I feel weird with saying, listen, I'm depressed. I cannot show up to your birthday party. And that's not, an, that's not a good enough excuse. You know what? I feel like. um, <laughs> I, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I'm really glad you brought that up because I have social anxiety. You say that you remember me from high school being super happy, super like, oh my God, like, hi, I have, I'm like that. I am, I'm still that person. I'm the, ah, you know? but I have so much anxiety, um, going to social places, um, thinking, overthinking. When I went to school, it was funny. We, there was a class I took on narcissism, right? And did you know the narcissism is the definition of that is basically when you put yourself first, that's what I got from the definition. Okay. And nowadays, is that a bad thing? Is it okay to be a little narcissistic? Is it okay to be like, I'm not here yet? So no, like it it isn't. And I think as long as you are not expecting them to somehow be there for you all the time, because again, I believe in the much effort as you put in, that's how much effort somebody else will put in. Yep. That's sometimes how I feel. And you might meet the person who goes beyond and over that, but you're going to drain them if you're not giving either. Yeah. You're going to yeah. drain them and you don't want to do that. I think with with me, uh, my best friend, I remember just telling her, like, I have, I just, I would keep canceling and she would just be like, okay, okay. And then one day I just said, you know, I really have bad social anxiety. Like, I know you think I don't, but I really do. I think so hard into it beforehand. And she goes, well, my family's going to be there. So don't worry. She was being so good with it. Like, I understand. Don't worry. I get it. Like, I understand. And so that kind of really helped me be like, okay, I'm going to make sure I make it. Or if I don't, I'm going to come the next day. And 
give her her present or go for coffee or do something like that. But I always make sure I'm trying at least to do something to counteract me not being able to show up to that big event. Um, I do this with my siblings. I suck at it. Like I'm like, Hey, come to my birthday. And then I failed to come to theirs because I have social, they like to go out and, you know, go in the club and, or go and drink and I just don't like that. I don't like drinking. I don't like going out. So um, my fiance has been really good at just being like, you know, I think you really should try. If you don't, then don't. But let's take them out to lunch the next day or something. Yep. Yeah. Just you just really want to make sure you're not just, you know, doing that and not putting in an effort. But I, I would be lying to you if I say that's going to help build. If you're not going to do that, you got to figure something that's within your comfort zone and still showing that you care. Yeah, and it's, and the thing is that if that don't help, at this point we shouldn't be motherfucking friends, because no, it's, it's I had so my girlfriend had invited two of our friends to go out, and they always cancel. Girl, when I tell you they cancel, and they tell me the stupidest excuses, like, oh, I have an aunt that has a mom that I have to babysit the dog like just dumb shit and I and I was like so when my girlfriend had had invited them I was like do not invite them they are not going to show up and they snapped on me and came out that they are having you know um uh mental health issues and I was like did I feel bad Yes, but at the same time, I'm like, I believe and maybe, but I believe that I've created a space for you guys to be, to be honest with me as to why you, you can't show up to some of these things. So I feel like a lot of times we put a lot of blame on the person who wants you to show up to the birthday. They're like, okay, well, you're, um, you're selfish because you want your, your friend with mental health issues to step out their comfort zone. But sometimes people aren't open with how they're feeling, you know? And how the fuck am I supposed to know? You, you (laughs) can't know you. I go by this all the time. You can't know what you don't know. Yeah. Period. You cannot know what you don't know. Yeah. So, you know, my friend didn't know what was going on. And when I finally told her, Oh, it felt like a, just a weight's been lifted off. But again, (laughs) I don't use that as an excuse. I don't, um, I just try to make sure there's somehow I can make that up. Um, and that's what I, I was being selfish. Like I yeah. would invite everybody. You better show up to my birthday and you better be there. But when they're inviting me to things, I'm not there. So I just started thinking, how can I come? Like, why am I expecting so much of others and I'm not giving it? And again, it comes to the self-realization. You have to, have to. Self-reflect. I self-reflect yep. every day. Me too. Every day. Me too much. So you just, you can't know what you don't know. I think um, not to use it so much as an excuse, but if you're really in that point of saying like, I really can't go, like I, I, I don't feel good. There's a pit in my stomach. Then I think you should do what's best for you. Yep. But if you are, have, if you have the opportunity to go and go out there and 
you know, maybe bring a friend that makes you comfortable, then I would do that. If you're really feeling some type of way, I would recommend just texting that person saying this is how I'm feeling right now. I don't know. And maybe their words will give you that extra boost. My best friend's words gave me that extra boost to be like, I'm going. And you know what? I had friends who were supposed to come with me and they both canceled on me that day. So then it was, in my opinion, it was a test. Like, are you going to go? You've already said you're going to go. She said these words. So I pushed myself to go. I did. And I'm really happy I did. And she's really happy I did. We've been best friends since second grade and she has children and she wants them to refer to me. She's not saying anything bad. She wants them to be like, oh my God, Aaliyah, you're here. She wants them to know me. And how can I argue with that? How can I be bad? And with kids, the only way they can know you is if you show up. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. And so I think it just, you just got to bring yourself to a point where it's like, you got to put it in a category. Is this really the day you can't, can you really not do it? Or can you do it? You just need a little bit of encouragement. Yes. Yes. So what do you recommend? How do you recommend someone to go about being open and honest as to why they cannot show up for their friend, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, how, 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 how could someone do that? be just be real and be honest it doesn't even need to sound a certain way it doesn't just say it you know what I mean just say like hey I'm really having anxiety coming today or lately I've been feeling down I've been feeling depressed um I don't know what it is I just haven't been feeling like socializing Mm -hmm. and they might go you know hey I totally understand I totally get it and you know I I'm like that too I think you're really gonna have fun I'm gonna have food I'm gonna have drinks I'm gonna have this you know, come out and just celebrate with me. And you make that decision based off of you. No one can make that. And And I think what a lot of people try to do is make, have someone make the decision for them. They want them to say something bad so they could be like, oh, nope. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't give your friend an opportunity to be a friend, how else, how are you going to expect them to ever show up for you and be a friend? You have to give them that. Yeah. And you have to give them that. And I also think People are making friendships with or or building friendships, quote unquote friendships with people that they don't even trust. Yeah. Right. So um, you guys are friends maybe because of proximity, maybe because you guys are neighbors. So you're like, okay, well, or maybe because, you know, the person might get you some, uh, you know, some popularity or whatever. So, you know, we're building friendships with people that, we're not supposed to be friends with it to to begin with and to be realistic be realistic there could be times where you just don't your your lives don't correspond with their lives and that's okay let's go get lunch that's hard let's go get lunch it's really hard to handle but I think like for instance uh my best friend got pregnant I always thought we would do that together you have those fantasies we're gonna have significant others at the same time we're gonna rule you have these plans but plans change and you need to live your life knowing plans change yeah just know that plans will always change and it's about you readjusting to those plans Mm-hmm. okay we didn't have kids together but now I could be at them kids birthday parties you know eating and snacking it up while you chase them you know mm-hmm. like you just never ever know like you just have to be able to be open and to be honest and just being able to realize the same grace that you want for someone to give you you have to give it to them like 
give them grace. My best friend, like I said, I threw, I, I throw birthday parties or I go somewhere. She can't make it majority of the time. Okay. I'm still going to try. And I got to understand I'm not in her shoes. I don't know what it's like having two kids, um, working full time, just having a baby. Um, you know, and now with the type of parenting, these children, these toddlers, these babies are so attached to their parents because they radiate so much love to them that it's hard. Like my friend may have anxiety being away from her kids. And we she, don't, you're just, not thinking about that. Yeah. And I'm not thinking about that. So in my opinion, I have social anxiety. She might have a different type of anxiety. Who am I to be like, and if she says, I'll still do the courteous thing and invite her. But if she says no, I say, okay, I understand. Hopefully I get to see you sometime this week or next week. But I think just stop taking everything to heart. I Thank think this you. culture is super sensitive, super sensitive. Everybody's her, everybody's this. And you just got to realize, you know, I have to tell my mom this too. The way you raised me, my friends weren't raised the way you raised me. So if they come in and don't say, sorry, hi, Miss Crawford, I don't think you should freak out on them and be like, oh, hell no, <laughs> you don't come to my house. But yeah. you should be like, hey, you know, when you come in my house, just please speak to me. Wow. Please say hi. Because uh, I think a lot of people don't understand we all grow up in different aspects. Nobody has the same background other than the siblings you are with. And even then, you all go on different paths of what that background has led to. Yep. So for you to expect someone with different parents, different genes, different thought process to have the same thought process as you, it's so unrealistic. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for failure. Exactly, exactly. And I think we just need to start taking ourselves out of every situation stop yes. looking at everything like it's a dig or it's a she didn't show up to this yeah. she didn't show up to that it's like you're looking for drama you're looking, <laughs> you're looking for looking drama for at this point you're looking for drama but to to empathize I do understand that we want our friends to show up for us we want to yes, be there for course. our friends of course and everything like that but like you said it's like we all are going through different shit. We all are going through different shit. And sometimes your friends, and that's why I want to have this conversation, don't know how to say, I am anxious. I am depressed. This is why yeah. I'm going through this. And sometimes your friends don't know how to say it. Maybe sometimes you haven't been the most approachable person to be able yeah. to say something like that too. Um, and... I think at the end of the day, it all boils down to grace for one another and, and being ready to actually be a good friend. You know, yeah. I, I think I no think matter what, no matter what, it doesn't matter what they did. That's the thing that another thing, it's not a tit for tat, no matter what being a good friend. If I have a friend who just had a baby, we don't talk that much, but I still text, Hey, how you doing? Oh, and then she just, I love it. Cause she still feels comfortable enough to be like, oh, I'm having such a horrible time. Like I just had a baby, but I'm just not feeling myself. And it's like, oh, I understand. Mm -hmm. I get it. And it's not me going, let's go get drinks because I'm adding on to that. Mm -hmm. Now, now Aaliyah wants to hang out. It's just being like, I'm here. If you want to talk, I'm here. If you want to listen. Yeah. 
understanding that they have lives just just being that like no matter what okay she she's having a hard time realize like maybe not now is not a good time to be like let's go yeah. get lunch yeah and because we're adding on to their plate yeah <laughs> and communicating your needs right like if sometimes I want to come to you and say that I'm sad but I don't need you to to work through I don't need you to ask me yeah. a bunch of questions sometimes I just need you to go grab me a snack because yeah let's yeah. go eat <laughs> yeah sometimes I just need a snack you know what I mean and 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 getting up and putting on my clothes and and driving to the to the convenience store is a lot for me right now because I'm I'm depressed yeah and, and you doing that right is it, is it, is is doing is just enough. And sometimes you have these instincts as friends. Like for me, I don't see my best friend all the time, but I remember um, just one day waking up and saying, I'm gonna go over there and go say hi. Um, I know, I don't know why I just, so those trust those instincts. Mm -hmm. Usually they're telling you something. Cause that day I did that. I remember she just said, I can't believe you popped up on me. I've just been so not, I've just been so sad. So trust those instincts. You get them once you're really bonded and connected with someone, you really get them. You like significant others. They be like, I'm fine. No, I know you ain't fine. Yeah. I know you're not fine. But let me, I don't know what other people do as significant others. Some people, they might be a weed couple. So they're like, let me roll you some up. <laughs> yeah, some let me roll people you might joint. be, yeah, some people might be, uh, you know, with me, my fiance loves his video games. I play computer games. Okay. So, you know, I'll be like, let, let's play some games. And we're not even talking to each other for hours, but we're getting it. Like, that's his therapy. That's his therapy. I have to let him have it. Um, even there's times where he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And just, it's hard for me to not, but yeah. I got to respect it. Yeah, you got to um, respect it. And just create. You got to respect space. it. Create the space for them. And sometimes, sometimes people just want you to sit there with them. Sometimes, yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about why I'm crying. I just no. want to cry. Let's watch a funny show on the TV. Yeah. Let's watch Flavor of Love. You know, what yeah. I mean? get yeah. our old laughed after, you know, and that's what it is. Like sometimes we just need laughter. Not everything needs to be this so serious conversation. But even after that, you could say, you know, if you do need me, please give me a call. Like just yeah. reassuring, like we didn't do none of that today, but if you do, I'm here. Like, yeah. I think just even hearing that, whether they do it or not, it feels good to hear that somebody saying, let me be there for you. Um, and again, we grow up in a, in a culture where everything stays within the household, within ourselves. Um, we're taking secrets to the grave. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. So it's really hard for us to be able to vent sometimes because you're like is this something that I take yep do I take it to the grave or yeah. should I tell my significant other how I'm feeling I'm gonna be completely transparent with you um just a few weeks ago I was just I text my um fiance that I don't know what it is I just graduated college and I just feel so sad mm -hmm. I feel I just don't feel like going to work I just I'm not feeling it and you, he works completely different shifts from me. He works like uh, six in the morning to three. I work from one to eight. So he stayed up and just was like, we could talk about it or we could watch a TV, but he stayed up. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what meant the most to me. Mm-hmm. Like me ugly crying and he's just like, go. <laughs> you know what I mean? just, just go. go, just go. Just go. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I had, <laughs> yeah, I had this thing, this terrible habit where I, oh, I don't, this is not even a word, but I over-therapized therapist I don't know I I overdid it with with a lot of things like when I first started going to therapy I was learning so many different techniques and stuff like that so I had friends who weren't going to therapy but were coming to me for advice so then when they were coming to me uh for advice I'm taking out books I'm taking out methods I'm like this is what you need to do this is step by step and it's like sometimes I could scare somebody away I like, I, I started getting this, this energy from people where it's like, this is too much. It's draining. <laughs> it's, it's draining. <laughs> it's draining for you because now you've invested not only that, but like you've invested your feelings in your time. Yep. And then it's draining for them. Cause they're like, I'm not ready to take that step of therapy. Either I'm not ready or I didn't even ask for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ready or I didn't ask for it. And, you know, if it's one of those things where it's like, you need to hear it, I think you should say you need to hear it Mm. before saying it. Because it's like, then they put in their head, oh, maybe I do need to hear this. Maybe she sees something I don't. But when you're just going in there and they're like, oh, I'm feeling sad. Let me get the books. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let me get the books. (laughs) According to um, doctor, you know, when you're sad, you should do this. You know, you don't want it to be too textbook-like, but... Um, there's been days where like, I tell my friends, like, oh, I can't today. I can't hear it today. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> how, you know how, what I mean? how is that? <laughs> what, okay. There's a lot of days. There's a lot of days and I, and that's okay. Like, yeah, you, that you I'm at capacity. That. Yeah. Like I, and I'm working on it, but I kind of live life at capacity. Right. But I think people don't understand that's called a boundary. Oh, it's a boundary. People don't, I teach my clients this all the time. If someone asks you to stop tapping them to respect their boundary, stop tapping them. It doesn't it's matter how simple. dumb you think it is. It doesn't matter what you know. It. it doesn't matter. It's a boundary. We're going to wrap this episode up. Aaliyah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, girl. Thank you so much for being here. You taught me, you taught me a lot. My God. Yes. My biggest thing, biggest takeaway is boundaries. If you, boundaries. you know, ever boundaries set boundaries for yourself set boundaries for others boundaries and grace for me the biggest takeaway grace grace and boundaries Boundaries and grace once you set boundaries and grace it literally balances out boundaries and grace (laughs) so where could everybody find you miss Aaliyah? so you can find me on instagram facebook um i do have a twitter as well um if you have questions, anything like that, I really love these topics. I really love talking about it. Um, and it's like, I want to be able to get to a point where it's just like an open question. If you don't know me and you're like, I, how would I set a boundary? Feel free to ask. I think um, not sometimes not knowing a person or not really needing to know a person can really help build that, uh, take off that anxiety to talk to them. Yes. So if anyone is struggling with mental illness has any questions about it um reassurance want to be in a no judgmental zone please let me know i also work for a company called community family services we work with adults we work with children we go in school out of school in the homes and we're just trying to break this 
We're trying to break the cycle. We're trying to teach new ways on how to better handle people um, with a lot of care. So if you guys have any questions or anything, please find me. Um, I have no problem answering it. Yes. And I'm going to link your Instagram in the description on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link you because this shit is so important. My yes. God, my God. I think- I, and you know what? We're where we come from, you know, you could go one of, you could go so many ways. And so to be able to be here and think about it from 10 years ago, did we think this would be happening? Probably not, but I'm really happy where we both end up. Yes. We've known each other way more than 10 years, but I'll, I'll oh, let you yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm just saying like 10 oh, okay, years okay, ago, did I think I'd okay. be here? At the age of 17, did we think we'd be having a podcast? <laughs> no, not definitely not. And talking about healing after we, we don't seen fights. We don't, we don't see, I see toxic asses. Huh? <laughs> right. I never thought. Thank you again, Aliyah. I appreciate you so much. Of course. Of course. Bye I'd guys. Be happy to join. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I really appreciate Aliyah for having the conversation about mental health. And we, we have somebody that has credentials okay not just a girl like me that puts on some lip gloss and want to talk about everything she should keep in her diary i'm so happy thank you Aaliyah, for being on we're gonna move on to our q a portion so the first question is what is something you're looking forward to this year um i am looking forward to growing accepting and forgiving i'm looking forward to being better at accepting and forgiving that's something i work on every day so i would like to practice more acceptance and forgiveness we'll keep it there second question is have you ever been fired from a job i this is so funny because yesterday I thought I was going to get fired. My boss had uh, my boss had sent me a message saying, can we talk? Nothing bad. She ended it with nothing bad, but like, I don't know. The, the can we talk? When somebody says, can we talk? It's either a breakup or a five. So I was like, oh, shoot. So I call her and they give me a raise. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was like, this went a lot better than I thought it was going to because I was scared. Um, another question. Oh, I like this. What are the different ways you feel supported? I like this question a lot. Um, I feel supported when someone listens to the things that are important to me. So that's going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you guys so much. (sighs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so grateful. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, say does that star spangle bang.